What is the instructional context? As important as it is for the designer to determine the instructional goal, it is equally important to analyze the context or environment in which that goal will be achieved. ID processes are not neutral. Designers must think about how an intervention will impact the environment. The two purposes of context analysis are to describe the environmental situation in which the instruction is delivered and to determine the capacity of elements within that setting, Table 3.5. Under scrutiny and context analysis are the organizational infrastructure, the competency of its personnel, and the learner's technology. Organizational infrastructure. Organizational infrastructure refers not only to the physical makeup of an organization, but also to the management and operation of the organization. The four main areas that affect online design are its resources, facilities and equipment, management support, organizational culture, and its ownership. One crucial task in this part of the analysis is determining the capacity of technical resources and the types of support systems available and their compatibility with computers and other devices. Additionally, the designer should consider the type of LMS being used and its features. Management and operations of the organization is another aspect to consider during this phase. Management and leading, often used in a concurring manner, has five main functions. Planning, organizing, coordinating, controlling, and staffing. How centralized or decentralized and flattened an organization structure is often is indicative of its management style and the manner in which these four functions are conducted. Determining who makes decisions and how these management activities are conducted affect the design. Another consideration relates to organizational culture. Anderson explains that organizational culture comes from the field of anthropology, and it relates to shared values, beliefs, perceptions, and behavior patterns that form a collective mindset within the organization about its identity and uniqueness. Furthermore, he suggests that through socialization of its members, the culture is generally maintained unless the organization adopts a learning organization vision and mission. Culture relates to employee and management characteristics, reward and promotion systems, and how processes and decisions are influenced and made. As a part of organizational culture, the administration or management support for online development should be reviewed for breadth and depth. In doing so, the designer should consider aspects such as support of top, middle, and line level management, as well as incentive systems, professional development, and training practices, and access to the organization's resources. Those involved with the online design project for example, designers, instructors, should be aware of any organizational policies on ownership and intellectual property. For instance, who owns or has intellectual property rights to the instruction once it is implemented? Can an institution let any instructor use the instruction that you developed? Ownership issues revolve around contracts and or policies in place at the time of employment, compensation for the work, e.g. work for hire practices and policies, and comparable policies to other types of instruction and instructional materials used within an organization allocation, and competencies of personnel. As a part of context analysis, the designer ascertains the skills and abilities of those individuals involved with the online development and delivery. The designer gathers information and data related to the expertise of the instructors, trainers, or teachers in relation to the instructional content, technology, instructional design, and teaching, and also collects information on skills and abilities of other personnel involved. The designer should consider the following questions. What type of instructional design and or technical assistance is available for instructors and designers? Will there be a team of designers and technical support staff? Or will there be only a lone designer or an instructor as developer with some technical support? What type of administrative support staff is available to the designer and or instructor? When would such assistance be available during concurrent design and delivery? Who would provide assistance and support during implementation to the instructor, the learners? What policy or procedures must a designer follow when seeking assistance?
Learner Location and Technology Context analysis needs to consider two elements, the location of the learner and the status of their technology. Distance in space, location, and time response delay may affect designers' choices of which instructional strategies to employ. For example, it may be feasible to have a web-enhanced version that allows learners within the local area to come to campus. However, learners located in other parts of the world would be unable to physically attend face-to-face -face meetings on campus. Further, even with a web conferencing system, synchronous activities could prove difficult due to time differences. Context analysis discovers the general technology requirements for learners, especially if they are using their own computers or other devices. Within PK-12 schools and universities, learners may have web access on campus. However, some schools and universities might require off-campus access as well. Other organizations, business or military, provide their employees or officers and enlisted personnel with technology to access the web for training. Most universities now identify technology specifications of speed, memory, and operating system and any required utilities and software applications. They often provide ways for end users to check for compatibility, and so on. If such requirements are not known at the outset, then the designer will need to determine them early in the context phase analysis. Gathering data on the instructional context. Extant data such as policy manuals, annual reports, organizational charts, and so on provide information about the organization and the management style of its administrators. Other data gathering methods such as surveys, observations, and interviews could provide additional information about the context. See Appendix A for additional information on data gathering. Documenting and reporting the context analysis. Designers report methods undertaken to gather information and document findings of the context analysis. These findings identify important features about the instructional context, which have implications for the remaining design procedures and the instruction itself. Gardenscapes. Callie and Elliot began gathering information related to the Gardenscapes course by using questionnaires, interviews, and field trips to various locales on the CJC campus. The following is the context analysis portion of their design document. The infrastructure of Clatskanie Junior College, CJC. The TLDC has a comprehensive system of faculty and learner support. The system involves initial training of faculty and students in the aspects of distance and distributed learning environments. For faculty, the TLDC provides training ranging from designing to implementing online programs, among other training opportunities. Support staff members provide assistance to faculty and learners. Student assistants and interns are available to help individual faculty. The TLDC has three faculty development computer laboratories, or labs. Each contains equipment to accommodate up to 10 individuals at one time. They are designed to provide faculty with individualized support and small group training opportunities. In each laboratory, the following technology equipment and materials are maintained and updated on a three-year cycle. 10 new high-end computers, three digital cameras, and one digital video camera. Variety of software, including productivity software, suite of audio tools, video editing and screen recording tools, graphics programs, and task analysis and instructional hierarchy maps. Cloud applications or apps, Wi-Fi or wireless local area networking with various devices, online conferencing systems for audio and video connections, access to other training and support materials. Full-time CJC faculty members have state-of-the-art computers in their offices with internet connections, email, and other necessary software needed to conduct their faculty work. Extensive software for development, such as graphics packages and productivity software, is available along with access to an LMS. Part-time faculty, including Cali, share offices that contain a computer and printer for their use. Full-time faculty are given release time from one course to develop a web-based course. However, they are not given additional release time when they teach the course unless they are developing and teaching at the same time. 
the CJC administrators and faculty through the Faculty Senate have established as part of promotion and tenure policy that online development is defined as a creative work product. Online development and delivery will be considered under the same intellectual property policy. The course instructor who developed the materials will have the intellectual property rights and CJC will have rights to fair use of those materials. Technical Support Staff Online instructors and learners will be supported by the TLDC through a help desk, which is focused on solving technical problems for individuals participating in distance and distributed classes. Support is available online, in person, and via telephone and desktop conferencing. The support team also has a training classroom where they can assist learners face-to-face in assessing classes and troubleshooting specific problems. Staff will work with faculty development teams to test online courses and programs for quality control before they are delivered. Personnel support staff. Faculty members are supported through the TLDC by facilities and personnel. They have access to the TLDC technology labs. TLDC personnel include instructional designers, graphic designers, and web developers. Teaching assistants from the Instructional Design and Technology Master's Program at Myers University work at the TLDC as interns. Interns not working with a specific faculty member are assigned to work in the development laboratories. Allocated personnel for the Gardenscapes project. The allocated personnel and their competencies for the Gardenscapes are as follows. In addition to Callie, instructor, and Elliot, instructional designer, other TLDC technical support staff will be identified in an as-needed basis. Learner location and technology. It is anticipated that the location of the learners, for the most part, will be within the regional service area of CJC for at least the first few offerings of Gardenscapes. Westport is a relatively small city with surrounding suburbs, with some more rural areas north and south. However, its participant base may expand to other regions within the state, country, and possibly other parts of the world in later course offerings, which will affect how the course is implemented. To participate in the course, learners will need to access the course from home or work. If unable to do so, the CJC Computer Labs or Public Library in Westport would be available for use. Additionally, the participants would need to take or import photos or videos of their garden plans and projects. Who are the learners? The purpose of learner analysis is to determine who will be the participants. The instructional design literature usually discusses this type of analysis as identifying learner characteristics or individual differences and similarities. Identifying learner characteristics is important so that the designer can make the online learning interesting and relevant to its intended audience. Part of learner analysis is to determine the diversity of the targeted audience, and if wide variations occur, infer how such diversity may affect its design and implementation. Learner characteristics that might be investigated include general characteristics, motivation, prior knowledge, communication skills, technical skills, and abilities and disabilities. Table 3.6. General characteristics. General characteristics pertain to factors such as gender, ethnicity, age, general ability, education level, work experience, and reading level. Determining general characteristics allows the designer to discover commonalities and distinctions among the target audience members. Smith and Reagan make an important point regarding gathering information on the factors of gender and ethnicity. We add age to their list. They state that, quote, consider the differences not because of members of one gender or racial group process information differently, but because members of a gender or ethnic or racial or age group tend to have common experiences because of their group membership that may be quite different from those had by members of other groups, end quote. Examining general characteristics to identify unique and relevant differences and similarities among the target audience provides data on how the online learning or instruction should be designed and delivered so that learners succeed. For instance, the types of examples developed for the instruction should be relevant and interesting to audience members. When there is diversity among the learners in terms of ethnicity, gender, age, etc., examples need to be diverse as well. 
motivation. Cornell and Martin view motivation as an overarching term in which interest, curiosity, attribution, and aspiration are included. Larson and Lockie would include personal goals and attitudes toward learning as well. Cornell and Martin suggest that motivation is a particularly challenging individual difference to consider when designing online instruction. The dropout rates for online courses have been reported early in its inception of being between 30 and 50 percent, to a recent estimate of between 40 and 80 percent. Bauer suggests such high attrition rates might be due to learners not considering the amount of work involved and their need to be a self-continuous online learner. She also suggests that learners be motivated and accountable along with having positive attitudes toward learning and technology are especially important to help them persist and finish the course. Prior Knowledge Prior knowledge of content is probably the strongest factor for predicting success in learning. Prior knowledge helps to determine the learner's familiarity with the new content and facilitates retention. Information about the learner's prior knowledge helps designers to identify what skills or knowledge the learners bring to the learning environment. Instructional designers use this information along with the content or learning task analysis to determine the point at which the instruction begins. This point is simply called above and below the line, both literally and figuratively. We discuss it further in Chapter 4. Communication Skills With any instruction, having learners communicate well is a desirable attribute. It is a critical attribute for online learners or participants. Because learners and instructors are meeting most often at a distance without the benefit of face-to-face contact, a learner's ability to write and be understood is an important skill. Designers need to find ways to assess students' levels of communication. Technical Skills Key to a learner's success in online learning is having a basic level of technical skills, including keyboarding, because so much of the communication is in written form. Although learners might have technical knowledge of social media and video games, they might not have the type of technical skills, especially with educational technologies, that are necessary for success in online learning. Bawa suggests that designers not overestimate learners' technology readiness for their learning in such an environment. The range of skills and comfort levels in being able to troubleshoot technical difficulties within online learning should be determined. Abilities and Disabilities The Americans with Disability Act, ADA, signed in 1990, and the Web Accessibility Initiative require electronic accessibility for everyone. Not only are there U.S. mandates for equal access, there are international policies and legislation mandates. Designers must provide access for people with a wide range of disabilities, including mobility impairments, visual impairments, learning disabilities, hearing disabilities, speech impairments, and seizure disorders. It is also relevant to consider other physical limitations such as colorblindness. Identifying disabilities among potential learners becomes imperative so that their access to the instruction is not denied. Other learner characteristics. Depending on the instructional goal, context, and content, other learner characteristics may need to be analyzed, including personality traits, anxiety traits, and so on. If all learner characteristics were being considered, learner analysis could be an endless process. Instructional designers need to be pragmatic in selecting those learner characteristics that potentially have a direct bearing on online design and delivery. Designers determine the impact of these findings on the concurrent design and implementation of instructional strategies, such as the type of questions asked, examples, and non-examples presented, interaction strategies employed. Identified learner characteristics also affect the look or visual design of the online instruction, the level of vocabulary used, and the instructional tone of the information. Gathering data on the learners. Data on the learners may be obtained using sources such as grades, applications, assessments, or instruments, such as anxiety scales, self-report type inventories, etc., and surveys of the participants' interest, technology skills, and demographics. Instructors or trainers of the target population are another valuable source of information. 
See Appendix A for additional information on methods of and tools for gathering data on learners. Documenting and reporting learner analysis findings. A written report on the pertinent characteristics of targeted audience is another part of the design document. It is important to describe the procedures and instruments used to gather and analyze the data and all findings and their implications in relation to the online design and implementation. Gardenscapes. Callie provided Elliot with information, evaluations, etc., about the learners who were in her latest offering of the Garden Basics course. Elliot surveys a sample of past participants, requesting their responses to a 14-item questionnaire that covered basic demographics, gardening skills, and interest in gardening, attitude towards learning and technology, and technology skills. He includes a Likert-type response sheet for ease of response and data interpretation and allowed space for the respondents to add open-ended comments. His data collection and analysis yield the following results. The audience for Gardenscapes will be adults of various ages and economic backgrounds. Some work as professionals, while others are in service-oriented or in technical and trade industries. Their education varies from those with high school and technical schooling to some with college degrees and a few with graduate degrees. A common bond among this diverse group is that they have or are developing an interest in gardening and would like to enhance their own yards. Some may be interested in performing the work themselves. Others may hire the work out. They want to increase their understanding of how to design a healthy and beautiful garden using appropriate plants and landscape features. The designer and instructor recognize, however, that these potential participants are a voluntary audience. The course is not required. Because the participant chooses to take the course, his or her interest and motivation should be high. Elliot and Callie recognize that it may be the first time that many of the potential students will be in a web-based course. Regarding prior skills of technology, the data indicate participants' technology skill levels vary. Callie, along with the potential students, have experience using various technology tools and social media for accessing information, socializing, and entertainment. However, they may not be well-versed with educational technologies or online learning. Because most potential participants have taken the first course, Garden Basics, they should have the prerequisite content knowledge and skills for the new, advanced course. Based on the topics of the first course, they plan to propose the following entry skills. 1. Explain differences in annuals, biennials, and perennials. 2. State differences between shrubs and trees. 3. State the temporal climate zone of their location. 4. Determine if the area of interest in their home landscape is considered full sun, partial sun, partial shade, or full shade. 5. Demonstrate that they can, if necessary, amend the soil based on its condition. 6. Identify the basic garden tools necessary for gardening. 5. Name the basic requirements for maintaining plants. For learners who may not meet all of the entry requirements, websites and tutorials will be available to help them reach minimum skill levels. Due to the Privacy Act, Elliot and Callie were unable to obtain information about any specific disabilities among the respondents. However, they have asked that the TLDC support staff provide them with means to accommodate for various disabilities as needed. They were unable to assess communication skills of past learners from the survey results. Callie recalls that learners participated lively in face-to-face -face class discussions and activities, and because of the hands-on nature of the Garden Basics course, she is not certain of their writing skills. However, the education level data lets Elliot and her assume basic reading and writing competence. Wrapping up. Discovering the problem in performance and its cause is a major part of the analysis stage. Determining the most appropriate solution for the problem is essential to producing changes that affect the learner or employee, as well as the organization. After the designer identifies the problems and solutions, he or she then moves to the second analysis phase to gather information on goals, context, and learners. Based on the findings, designers are able to articulate the instructional goal and its outcome level. 
explain the important aspects of the instructional context, and describe the pertinent learner characteristics of target audience for online instruction and learning. These descriptions, explanations, and findings are reported in the design document. The findings of the instructional component analyses have implications that affect the remaining instructional design stages and the online instruction itself. The last component, the instructional content analysis, is discussed in Chapter 4.